Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. We'll go ahead and get started. So first of all, obviously, uh, welcome to a new week. Good morning, Mike. Mike is here. Can you hear me and see me okay, Mike? Sunny Arizona, John is here. Thank you so much, for John, for being here. Maria, or Maria is here. Awesome. Cool. All right, good. Well, everybody can hear me. This is awesome. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Tally. My mom is here. Hello, mother. <laughs> Hey, Mom, uh, I got to get a hold of you, as a matter of fact, because I need to stop over at your house in the next day or two here. So I'll uh, text you when I get done. Uh, Mike is here. Lorraine is here. Robert is here. And uh, awesome. Gary's here. Lance is here. Good. Well, hey, everybody. Happy Monday. Today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about how to combine arpeggio ideas with simple scale ideas. And I'm just going to give you three different things to think about today. These are all going to be in the key of E minor, so we're going to keep it nice and easy, Okay. Uh, let's see here. Steven is here. Hey, Steve. Hey, Jeff. Uh, let's see here. Clayt is here. Edwin is here. Awesome. I don't want to take too much time saying hello to everybody, but I'm so glad that you're taking time out of your day to hang out with me and learn a little bit of guitar. So today what we're going to do is Kristen or Kristen says it's already night here. Well, that's, that's good or bad, depending on how you look at it. The day is over. A new day is going to begin. So, all right. So what we're going to do here is we're going to start off by talking about uh, e minor. Hey, Doug. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to show you two different scale uh, ways to play the E minor scale that I use. And again, the, many of you probably know, already know all this stuff, but, but I just want to go through this. So let's say, for instance, I was starting off on E on the 7th fret of the 5th string. I'm going to play straight E minor. So I'm playing... <laughs> So there's my E minor right there. Now this is where the separation occurs, and you're going to see this in the licks that I play today. So what I'm going to do here is I'm playing E, F sharp, G, A, B, C, D, E. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach up here to the second string, and I'm going to play F sharp, G, and A, and then B, C, and D. So it looks like this. For those of you that might be kind of new to this, I'm playing 7, 9, 10. 7, 9, 10, 7, 9, 7, 8, 10, and then 7, 8, 10 again. So we have... And then, of course, I'm running out of frets right there, but what I could certainly do is just move up a whole step moving into E. And there's my scale. So in t thinking about playing the scale that way, let me show you something. Sometimes what I like to do is I'll play part of a scale, and then I'll move into a bit of an arpeggio idea. Now again, arpeggio for us meaning uh, broken chord, but really what, what we're saying is we're just going to play some, some single notes on some strings. Okay, so what I'm doing here is I'm coming up this E minor, and when I get to this note right here, Okay, so I'm playing A, F sharp, G, A, B, C. When I get to that C, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut across the strings doing more of an arpeggio motion. So I'm going to go from the 10th fret to the 9th fret to the 8th fret to the 7th fret. 
So I'm playing a bit of a scale and then I'm moving into this cut across those strings to get a little bit different kind of sound like that. Okay, so if you do have a guitar handy and you're trying this out, uh, take a look at it and see if that makes sense to you. Okay, thank you so much everybody. Thank you so much for the kind, uh, kind uh, comments, that's awesome. So here we go, so we're going. Now, I'm here and I gotta figure out what it is I'd like to do. Well, most of the time for me, what's very comfortable to do is once I uh, reach this first string, I'm either gonna go from my seventh fret to my 10th fret, and then maybe slide up to the 12th fret. So I'm going. And I'm using that 10th fret as a transition to slide up to the 12th fret. Okay, now I could have gone from the seven to the eighth fret just doing a slide like that too. So sorry about that. And that would have been just fine as well. You know, depending on what kind of sound you like. And remember, don't get caught up in how fast it needs to be or something like that. Just think about the creativity of it and then decide what it is that you'd like to do in terms of its execution. Now let me show you, I'm going to descend now, and for me when I descend, because remember I'm on the 12th fret right now, I'm on E. Now for me I almost always will go from the 12 back to the 8, back to the first finger, and the reason is, is because I'm going to slide back to the 7th fret. So I'm going to go here, and that's how I'm going to set myself up to do that, that reverse arpeggio going backwards. See, so I could move up this way. And when I go backwards, okay? I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and you're getting motivated to take your guitar playing to the next level. Please do me a favor and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help the show grow and reach more rock stars like you who want to improve their guitar playing. Also, I'd love to know what parts of the episode you liked, as well as what you learned, so please share this podcast and tag us at guitarzoom.com on your social post. And now, let's get back to the podcast. Now, before I show you the other two things today, what I want you to think about is how at any time as you're playing this, you could shift in and out of playing this arpeggio in this scale to do something else. Like, let's say you're coming across this way. And instead of just continuing on that arpeggio, we come down into something else. We move into whatever else we'd like to do. Can we think of G major when playing E minor? Sure you can. Absolutely you can, Mark. Okay? You just want to think about your exit strategy, Mark, when, when you're playing this. Like, you'd want to... Uh, wrap this a bit more around the idea of playing something that sounds a bit more like a G major, right? Which is very easy to to convert this to that, but absolutely you could do that. So, so as I play, so let's say you're trying to play a kind of a dramatic solo, right? So you're going, or you, you know, you do a quick little arpeggio. And you come up like that. But at any time, you can drop back into that scale and start doing your normal. 
and then maybe I do a lick like that and I come out. And then maybe I want to go back into that arpeggio. You see, and I don't always have to play it exactly the same. I might not go, I might not do that. I might just play the outsides and just play seven and ten. Now let me show you that. What I'm doing right there is I'm playing 12, 8, 12, 8, and then I'm sliding back to the 7 here. Right? Because this 12 is a B, and that's a B. So I could play this over here. So you get used to being able to visualize the, the shape of the scale that you're playing. And then from there, you start trying to figure out some creatives on, on how to move through this, right? That's the most important thing is for me, you know, if you've studied any of my stuff or have any of my guitar courses, which you can always go over to guitarzoom.com and check out, you know, I'm, I, I love intervallic playing. I love players that use a lot of intervals when they do. I love that kind of sound when you're kind of moving back and forth. And then if you take that and you combine it with some sort of a, a I'll call it a cut, which is an arpeggio where you're slicing through strings in some capacity. It doesn't have to be all of them or anything like that, but there's a lot of great stuff like that that you can use. See? So there's lots of different ways that you can approach this. Now let me show you another thing that you can do. And this time I'm gonna take that same E minor scale but this time at that junction that I showed you before, I'm gonna play. So I'm playing up to the E, I'm playing E again, same thing. E, F sharp, G, A, B, C, D, E. But this time instead of playing F sharp over here, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put F sharp on the third string at the 11th fret right here, okay? And because I'm doing that, for me, it's easier for me to reposition my fingering when I play this, if I know this is coming. Okay, instead of playing my first, my third, and my pinky, and then my first, first, third pinky, and first, third, and then pinky out here, which is perfectly fine if you do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But if in my mind I know this is the, the direction or the path I'm trying to make, oftentimes what I'll do is I'll start off by playing my first, middle, and third. <laughs> which puts me on first, middle, and pinky right here. And then I can finish that off by playing 8, 10, 12, 8, 10, 12. And we get what we call a spread fingering, okay, where you've got uh, two frets in between. So just as a, from a scale standpoint, some of you might like to play it this way. And some of you might like to play it this way. And I play them both ways because I might be coming from this spot and then drop back and now I'm in that first position that I was showing you. Right? Or I might come off that and just stay in that kind of shape as I play. But let me show you what's happening here. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure that you tune in tomorrow for the next part of this episode. And as always, stay positive and keep playing. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com 
and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button. 